This podcast is for mature audiences only. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed are the speakers only and do not represent the views, thoughts, and opinions of their employer. We are undomesticated. What's up, you bunch of bitches? So Manscaping Maniac, step on down. Coming from the Bronx, New York, the Manscaping Maniac <laughs> and his ally. <laughs> What's the deal, Squinchio? It's your boy, Big Daddy Rye Bread, the Lot Lizard, the Desert Lizard, coming at you from the Undomesticated Podcast Studios. It's been a rough week. It's been a rough month, but we out here, dog. Why is it rough? More depressed. Well, sad panda. It's your birthday. I'm a little upset. He's spaghetti. It's your birthday. Well, duh. That's that's seasonal. You're, you're 40 now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Take it easy. Take it easy. Whoa. 40. whoa, 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 whoa. My book of face. So you're, you're a 40 year old gay man. <laughs> you're 40. <laughs> now, now's the time. Now's the time, dude. Midlife. Live life free. Just go all out. Go balls Suck deep. as many dicks <laughs> as you can. <laughs> you ever think people are like, you know what? I'm like 50 years old, 55 years old. I got nothing to prove to no one anymore. Like, I'm going to fucking just come on out. Well, 100%. Like, 100%. I think that's what happens. I think well, not was, now. Now it's like cool. Right. I think that was like back in the day, like when yeah. our parents like, were yeah, like, yeah, fuck this. You know, who's going to tell me a goddamn yeah. thing, right? I live my life already. Right. Well, I'm upsetting spaghetti, dog. Why? Suffered a loss in my family. On your birthday? Uh, close to actually the day before. The day before. Was it someone you had? I'm, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to be mean here. You, you didn't tell me about it, so is it anybody fucking important? Because I lost plenty of aunts and like, like uncles and shit that. I mean, it's important to me. Care about? It's important to me. Come on, man. Come on, bro. My fucking barber left me, dog. Like he moved to Puerto Rico. <sighs> He moved to Puerto Rico. So it's like, I've been going to the same guy for literally two decades, 20 years. Listen, I, I suffered that loss twice. Twice. It's a miserable feeling. The barber's like, you cheat on your barber. if you've, You know what I'm saying? It's cheating. It's worse than cheating if you go to a different barber. Do you think they know? I think they got a feeling. It's like if, if you, you go cheat to on di- your girlfriend or you cheat on your wife. Like You know, like my gut feeling just told me. And plus, when you go see a barber every two weeks, and then all of a sudden it's been a month. Two weeks? Every two weeks. I got to go every two weeks. I go every week. You know that. Well, that's because you're a metrosexual and you're gay. Yes. yes. You know what? I had this conversation with your wife. Yeah, she thinks you're gay. No, no. Your wife <laughs> Why are you knows gay? I take care of myself, so I still look good for my wife. <laughs> As Even though- <laughs> Who are you trying to impress, bro? Why? Because you have such a shitty fucking personality and attitude no. that you got to look good for your wife? No. So she doesn't leave you. No, 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 no. There's still standards you uphold. <laughs> Unlike women who once they get the ring and bro. they get the house, you know that's what? it. They stop getting dressed up. They stop wearing the fucking makeup. Yeah. They stop trying to look good for you. Yeah. They'll fucking fart in front of you now. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. Once they get you, they got you. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. Bro. You know what? It's great you said that because let me tell you something, bro. Every dude married, 98% of them got trapped. Straight up trapped by fucking, by fucking Facebook voodoo, fucking uh, 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 the miracles of makeup, you know? Like, do you remember the days where, like, before your wife was your wife and she was your girlfriend, right? Like, like early. Early, early. Like, where it's like, I don't know, I'm just, you're still feeling yes. them out, all puns intended, right? And 
they'd wake up in the morning, right? And before you even wake up, like their hair is somewhat like in a sexy ponytail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, either they're in the kitchen, like either making breakfast or doing something cute or like has some sexy ass like laundry, like underwear on. Yeah, now they wear the plain Jane underwear. It's it's just so weird how like when you wake up and like their ass is just perfectly like arched like right in front of your dick and it's just like, is this what I'm going to have for the rest of my life? Like I can live with this. This is great. But once you're in too deep, it's gone. They would do, they would do ninja poops and farts. Like you would never know what's thing yep. like you know and, and every time they came over either they came over with like some kind of like they wore perfume or yeah or like an alcoholic beverage or some food or something like for the place we're like wow this girl i didn't even have to say it and she just fucking knew right and then you throw a ring on them an engagement ring not even a wedding ring and then all of a sudden before you're so that. far deep in before that dude i think that happens like when you're in a relationship for years is it just once the toothbrush comes in once the toothbrush comes no in? no no because my wife's toothbrush came over after like the first week because I was a lazy piece of shit and I didn't want to drive her home every day. That makes sense. It was a little traffic yeah. dude, to drive her home. I'd have to drive her home every night. Bro, I so know. So it's kind of like, hey, I'm not dealing with this every day. Grab a fucking bag of clothes. I'll give you a dresser. Bring your toothbrush. I'll give you a dresser. You know what I mean? In my, in my room. And from that point on. She never left. <laughs> All my wife needed was a toothbrush and a dresser, and the rest was history. That's it. She never left. And she bared my children. Yes. <laughs> yes. Listen, it's a real thing, though. Like, obviously, you don't try to maintain yourself. You don't care. Why is You that? lost your ways. I feel like, I don't know, the last, in the last six months, I lost fucking 35 pounds. I still get a haircut every two weeks. I wear the fucking... Nicest colognes out there. I pay the fucking bills. What else do these motherfuckers want from me? I pay the fucking but bills. But I see like what you wear when you walk around. Like I'm home. You, you have sweatpants I, on. Yeah, yeah. I just realized that. You disrespectful fuck. Why? Because... You come on the podcast because, and you wear fucking sweatpants. Because all you know are fucking jeans. Like, you don't wear anything else but jeans. But we're doing a podcast. We're we supposed could, to be professional. Bro, we could be at a funeral or a wedding and you're wearing jeans. Yes. Yeah, like so, jeans. So basically no, no, no. I, I, listen, when I throw on a suit, I look good, motherfucker. Oh, okay. Unlike you. Oh, okay. okay. Unlike you. Okay. You wear you like understand. those weird colors. You look like fucking yeah, yeah. dumber and dumber with I the bet, fucking orange and baby blue. Bro, I bet you right now, when you got married, black tux because you're a fucking vanilla basic bitch. Black and white, yeah. <laughs> uh, black, knew it. black and uh. Doesn't matter. Like Doesn't gray. matter. Black tux because you're a fucking vanilla basic bitch. No, because my wife. No, 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 because you're, you're just... If it was up to me, I would have had a red suit. <sighs> you, I would have came in looking like the white Suge Knight. But you didn't. And what you did was a black tux because you are the epitome of a standard... I went all black with white trim. Ooh, so edgy. So edgy. All my suits are all black. So, oh, okay, Godfather, watch out. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey. You watch your fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, listen. Daddy, chill. Ten grand makes a person disappear. Ten grand. Oh, that's it? And daddy's back to work. Oh. And you know, daddy brings in the money. Yeah, that's So right. if I want to be 100% owner of this company, mm. you keep your fucking mouth shut. Bing bong. All right? <laughs> All right? No, no, you won't have bro, time for your bro, bing bong. Bro, bro, let me tell you. You fucking named the place. You named the time. 
And whenever you want the fucking smoke, just let me know, bro. That's not how it goes. But the problem is, for you to take over this company, you actually got to read legal documentation, and you actually have to understand the words that come out of people's mouths. So, like, when they use big words. hire somebody. And that's how people get robbed. You know what? You are the definition. Like, if you ever made it to the MLB or the NBA or NFL, any type of pro sports, you're you're that guy who made... Couple hundred million dollars in their whole career, and like, where are they now? Whoop! Angelo was a retard, and he now he's uh living under a bridge, and everybody took everything. Making from him. sandwiches at Subway. Mm, you know, ew, I don't even say ill. Honestly, Subway sandwiches, gross. Uh, I fuck with the steak and cheese. Really? Yeah, I fuck with steak and Why? cheese. Put some bacon on it. Uh, but with I their just, hot chipotle sauce. Steak? Like, what is it? Steakums? Yeah, it's steakums. Yeah. Well, that's how I like my steak and cheese. I like steakums. I don't like when people yeah. put... Re- There's one place over here, they put real steak on it, and it, like, bothers me. It's like, eh. It's probably on the tougher side, no? It is. It's hard to eat. No, like, Philly cheesesteaks and stuff like that, you want steakums. You want the... Yeah. yeah. I get that. I haven't had a steakum. Like, I haven't made a steakum in a long time. A steakum reminds me of, like, when I was... Before, pre-teens, before my teens, like I guess like the 12, 11-year-old day, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be at like my grandmother's. Uh, she'd either be watching me because my parents are at work or whatever. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Throw some fucking steakums on. You could have steakums and eggs. You could have steakums like Philly cheesesteaks. You could even do like a dinner with the make a fucking hero or whatever. Steakums, bro. I always had it on like Versatile. Hero. Versatile. I want one. I want one. Yum. Steakums. You had someone who wants to call in today, right? Yeah, because remember two weeks ago we were talking about irrational fears? Yes. Fears. Irrational yes. fears. Yes. So irrational fears, bro. Sharks. And we're talking about fucking flying. And we went into the whole fucking panic attack anxiety about flying and crashing and and just the thought process. Right. Yes. Somebody got in touch with us, dog. Someone, someone landed on an island and had to survive. Okay, well, maybe it wasn't that bad. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't that bad, but... It was at this moment he knew. He fucked up. He was on a plane, Mm -hmm. leaving New York, going to North Carolina, Mm -hmm. and I guess on the mid-flight, whatever, the plane caught fire. Like there was a fire inside, or... I'm assuming on the outside. Because it was a fire on the inside. That's scary. Like, imagine looking at the engines and one's on fire. So the plane <gasps> caught fire. Like if you have the wing, the uh, yes! window seat, yes! you just, and see just fire. <laughs> so the plane caught fire, and they had to do an emergency landing in Pennsylvania. So New York, Pennsylvania, that means they probably were on the uh, on the ascension. Yeah, he up. had to be in the air for fucking no, 10 minutes. Yeah. So, like. Call him. I got questions. Yeah, okay. I have okay. some questions that I need answers. I got questions. Go ahead. Right. I don't know what I would do. I'd have a panic attack. I would get my seat ready. By the way, he said he was cool with his name. He didn't give a fuck. Right. So our boy Danny. He was a little loud on my end. It could be just your headphones. How's that? Better. Yeah, but a little too low. I'll adjust my Hello. Phone. Hello, sir. What's the deal, Squinjil? What are you doing, Danny? What's up? What's up, you fucking lot lizard? Bro, bro, first <laughs> you- off. <laughs> You fucking lot lizard. Let me tell you something. Is that not the perfect definition for me? You are not. You are not the protector of women and children. No, not this guy. Not this guy. I was, Dan. I was. Don't fucking listen to me. Angelo, you certainly are. 
That's one of the reasons I tune in all the time, but wow. not this guy. Wow. He wants to exploit, wow. he wants to exploit my experience. Wow. You wow. genuinely want to know what happened. Let's talk about yes, it. Yes, I, I need to know what happened. I have right, a couple so questions. Before anything, Dano, give us the whole fucking situation, like from start to finish, like what happened, how it happened, you know, everything. Fair. So I know you guys spoke about this recently. And I don't know if you want to give some insight before I go deep into it. Go down the I fucking rabbit hole, baby. Ryan, Ryan as, far likes as, it I know, as far as I know, this is like your worst nightmare. Let's yeah. I, I had yeah. my chest started beating when Ryan was telling me the story. Yeah. All right. So, but I will admit, I learned a lot of things about, like, from this experience. So I'm just going to go through it from step one through the end, right? Like Let's your homosexuality? Hear. Yeah. So I'm in the air. I'm leaving from LaGuardia. I'm going to Raleigh, North Carolina, right? Mm-hmm. I'm in the air for about 25 minutes. 25 minutes. And yeah. the captain has the fucking balls to say out loud, um, excuse me, everyone, uh, if you could just sit down for a second, let's everybody put our seatbelts on. Uh, I just want to let you know uh, the indicator is telling us we have a fire in the cargo bay, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, excuse me? <sighs> he didn't even try hiding. I, Bro, I swear to you, I swear to God, I know you guys for a long time. I had just asked, I had just asked a flight attend, attendant if I could get a ginger ale. First off, I know this story is bullshit because you wouldn't just be asking for a ginger ale. So who you know? It's not, it's not bullshit. I, I was going to see my nieces. I'm coming to fucking North Carolina. I'm taking it easy tonight. What I'm trying so to say is there would have been a fucking Jack and Ginger. Who are you kidding, dog? It typically would have been. It typically would have been. But I literally, the first time she asked me if I wanted a drink, I said no. The wow. second time I was like, all right, let me get a ginger ale. Wow. All of a sudden the captain's like, there's a fire in the cargo bed. So question, let me, before you jump into the next did people panic? Honestly, you're, this is going to be tough to like kind of ingest. They really didn't that much. Like people started crying and and people started praying. Makes sense. But no one, no one like fucking flew into a panic on the plane. I think that's because if one person would have been like, "Oh my god," it would have just Everybody. created. Anarchy. So everybody probably internally. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's ballsy for the captain to come out and just straight up say that. Right, right. So did you guys smell fire, see smoke, or did you? No. Okay. All right. So, first so no. So we didn't see fire. We didn't see smoke. That's actually worse, to be honest. Like as someone that was going through it, because I felt the same way you guys felt. I was like, the minute he announced it, I'm like, oh, this is going to be fucking straight, like. Lord of the Flies. Like, <laughs> so, one more question. I'm killing Did, you. I'm getting down. But it wasn't like that. And then there was there was a ton of people praying and there was a ton of people crying. Question, and I Dan. myself, I was freaking out a little. I was like, what the fuck is this? Are you kidding me? We're on fire. And he's you, like, we're, he goes, we're going to have you on the ground in 10 minutes. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Ooh, 10, ten minutes, minutes. Is fire. So Dan, question. what do you mean? Ten minutes. We're gonna explode in ten minutes. Get the fuck out of my face with this one. Did did we cry? So, does he hear me? Dan, do you hear me? Yeah, I, I can hear you talk. Question. 
Did we cross your mind? Did that episode we have cross your mind at all while you were flying when that situation happened? Honestly, no, but I wow. did watch the episode. What a piece of shit. Damn. In a time of need and desperation, you don't even think about us. Wow. That sounds, that sounds fucked up, but it's, <laughs> listen, the truth is, man, for the first, at, the guy told me he was going to put us on the ground in 10 minutes. That's what he said. He was like, okay, we're getting diverted to Philly. We have a fire in the cargo bay. I'll have you on the ground in 10 minutes. In my mind, I was like, I'm going to die in a fucking plane explosion. Like what? Bro, what caused like, the fire? What's that? What caused the fire? What was the fire causing? Like, that, that I couldn't tell you, Angelo, to be honest. They I mean, if you want to do due diligence research with me to go back with them to figure it out, I would love to. Cause I've been looking up the flight number daily mm. and they don't, they're not like that information is not as like, you oh. know, how about this? I, Transparent I, as you would think. I got a two-parter for you. One, so you have the flight information, so you know the plane number, right? There's a way to check to see if that plane is like still in service. So maybe you should keep yeah. an eye out on that plane to see if it's like back in rotation or if it's out for maintenance. Well, whatever the case may be. That's what I'm. I've been trying to like even look for an explanation of what happened to us. That is absolutely wired, wild, 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 wild. So. I have one more question. Oh, I have a couple questions. Yeah, I got yeah. a couple questions. Did you become more religious, or did you <laughs> did you pray to any type of God? Like what we like, or do you have like a new outlook on life where maybe you wanted to find God, or anything like that? Um, or, or you have a new outlook on I'm, life? Maybe you want to be better, be better as a be person. Better, yeah. I'm, I'm super glad you asked this question. I'm going to be a hundred percent honest. This is going to fucking upset some people, but I mean this truly. And remember. I was on my way to go see my nieces down south. Like, that's what I come down here right, for. Right. I come down here to see my nieces, right? Mm-hmm. In the air, when this fucking pilot had the balls to stay in the air that we were on fire, I never looked for God. Really? Not once. Not once. Really? Wow. Not once. Fucking scorching I never take. looked for God. Right. I, it's me. me he said, he said, he said he was going to put us on the ground in 10 minutes. Right. Yeah. And maybe it took longer. Maybe it was 15, but for what I took as, let's just like, you know, whatever, slice it up for the first seven minutes. I was panicking. I was like, as you should. I had to breathe. I was like, holy shit. I'm really going to die. Like, that's it. It's over. I was like, this plane's going to explode. It's over. For the first seven minutes, the last three minutes before I touched down, I was like, you know what? If we explode, I probably wouldn't even know the difference. Who cares? Big facts. All right. Who fucking fucking cares? And then I started just coming to terms with myself. I'm not bullshitting you. I really straight up was like, if I die, whatever. I'm not sad about me. I'm sad about everyone else that has to say goodbye to me. It is what it is. That's, that's great you said that, <laughs> Danny. Hold on. Ange has a question for you, I, and, I, and I want to piggyback off that for, after Ange. Go ahead, Ange. So you, yeah, landed, so you landed in Pennsylvania, you said, right? I landed in Philly, yeah. So let me ask him. Did you get on a plane right after and continue your flight to North Carolina? Yes, I did. You're a you savage. You're, I would have jumped in a fucking car and went home <laughs> or drove to North Carolina. You're a savage, Dan. Oh, man. Well, right, so, so Dan, besides that's part, but that's part that's part of the story because we 
So in the air, they tell us we're on fire, right? Then we land. Then you land, and you're sitting on the tarmac, and all you're doing, they turn off the lights, and the captain's like, if everyone could just please stay in their seats and their seatbelts. And then all of a sudden, (laughs) yeah, yeah, but bro, they deadass tell you, they're like, just if you could just stay in your seatbelts and just, you know, everybody stay calm. You're watching all the fire trucks and all the ambulances race towards you. So you don't know if the plane's about to blow up. Dan, did you get to ride the big the, the fucking big slide. slide? The slide. Please tell me they popped out the no. slide. Oh, no. Bro, you didn't have a good slide? experience. Honestly, like, did, were you even in the like a fucking plane a fire? Does this even count? Like, honestly, does this even count? Wow. No slide? I'm telling you that the slide is a farce. If you are on a plane that's on fire... Unless it's in the cabin or in the fucking captain's cabin, you're not getting off that plane. Oh. They will not. You're not getting off the plane. I, I don't understand how they didn't let everybody out. Dude. That's yeah, insane. I, I mean, right, once we land, once the wheels were on ground, I'm I beating be, up the captain. Yeah. I'm getting off the fucking plane. I'm steamrolling that door open. Um, Dan, did those those stupid little yellow cup fucking face mask things pop out of the fucking top? <laughs> they did not, but they did warn us that it was probably going to happen. <laughs> did, did, were you were you ready to take your uh, airplane seat and use it as a? <laughs> A flotation device. I, what's funny about that is that when they said we were quote unquote landing in Philly, we were flying over water, and I was like, "We're not landing in Philly. We're gonna die in the ocean." <laughs> so, question, Dan. Question. Fuck. Hold on. I forgot my. No, question. I got. I got a good question. Go I got a, So, Dan, I'm a piece of shit, and like I know, like if I'm gonna go out, like and die, like in a in a weird sense, like. If I knew, like, I could choose my death, like, as my fate, like, I would kind of want to die in a plane crash just for the simple fact that... Wouldn't you lie? Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out, because I'm sure you get a little jealous when this happens, too. Like, you know, like, when, like, one of our, like, neighborhood friends dies on a real tragic way, like, their funeral's popping, or, like, the fucking, like, the memory lives on, and do, like, like, fucking memorial walls, and they do signs and posters for them and stuff. Like, I feel like if I went down in a plane crash, I'd be memorialized a little bit. So, like, people would actually well, give a shit rather than just me, me dying because I just died. Or if I kind of wish you died a little bit in this plane crash, <laughs> just, just for the simple fact. We would talk about you. Hold on, we talk about you and not for nothing. I mean, daddy's been on a little bit of a dry spell, and I'm just saying, I'm just throwing it out there. I have fucking came across some prime real estate off the backs of people's funerals. Yeah. Yeah, baby. All right. So let let me flip this back on on you since you're the fucking the podcast guys. And honestly, this is fucking... This is one of the worst things I ever went through. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of hope you died a little bit. It's one of the worst things I ever went through. Let me ask you this. If I fucking went down in the bowl of flames, would you be there? Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, I would have went through. If you went down, first off, first off, here's what I would do. For, no, here's what I would do. For your podcast or okay. for me? Great both, question. Both. Great but question. Dan, you know what I would have did, Dan? I would have lied on air, on this podcast right yes, now. I would have yes. lied and said... <laughs> You know, right before the plane went down, Danny called me 
And you know what? He wanted went out like a fucking hero. He he went in the cockpit. He was trying to fucking put the fire out. He was on the phone with me and on FaceTime the whole time. And you know what? And Danny, right before he got on that plane, Danny called us up and was like, you know what, guys? Like, I just wished all my friends and families and coworkers would listen to Undomesticated Podcast because I like I think I'm gonna make a real big push for you guys. I wish Brian was here. I yeah. wish Angelo was here. Yeah. And then I wish I'm gonna, the homies were here. And then I'm gonna go to your funeral, right? And we're going to have a memorial band play for you, and I'll play the drums, and just how Danny would want it to be. And then, like, I'm going to tell every girl that, you know, Danny was telling me how, like, he wanted me to, like, be, like, a protector of you. And, like, he wanted to, me to take care of you. And like, if you ever needed anything, like, I'm just, I'm here for you. Like, you need, like do you want to go to Jimmy Ryan to get a shot? <laughs> I actually believe they all would have fell for it. So it would have worked out for you. I would bring it. It would have worked out for you. Everybody at your funeral would have got undomesticated t-shirts. <laughs> undomesticated t-shirts or some kind of STD. One of the two. I would literally, I would literally fucking pepper spray myself right before your funeral so I'm nice and teary eyed. Right? I'm coming with my drums, whether there's fucking people there killed? with instruments. You're killed? I, uh, you know what? Killed some more Danny, would you want Ryan to show up to your funeral? No, no, no. If he comes through, he better come through. Kill no fucking boxers. Well, dog, I, I'm that gonna drum call stupid, you. Know, that stupid I'll, fucking, that stupid fucking bagpipe. You come through with everything, <laughs> dog. You know, I'm gonna drum call. You know, a bunch of degenerates. There's no such thing as fucking kilts and underwear. Danny, message me your address. I want to send you a hoodie and shit. Yeah, I I greatly appreciate that. I would. I, and I will, but let me tell you guys I will, something. Will, I will, but I'm homeless. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm in North I Carolina. I gambled all my money before, I, before the plane went down. I gambled all my money. Yo, how about like a lawsuit or any type of legal action? Like, or did you get compensated or like, what's the deal with that? Well, it's fucked up because the airlines, they don't want to pay you nothing. No, no matter what. That became very clear because immediately... Once we're off this plane, right? Like the firefighters came, they put out the fire. We're fucking with the same fucking pilots that we were with. And they're like, go to gate 17. I'm like, fuck you mean go to gate 17. What? Fuck you talking about. And they literally, I'm in Philly now. We're on the ground. They're like, go to gate 17. I'm like, bitch, we got something to talk about. What you mean go to gate 17? (laughs) It's my money and I want it. Yeah. Did they make I you flew, sign shit? Bro, I flew, just so you know, just to put it in perspective, I bought a first-class ticket to come down here. And you weren't even drinking alcohol, you piece of shit. I did not drink alcohol. I, I took, Oh, shit, th- that's a gigantic spider. Die, bitch. This is, why, this is why I'm questioning this story, because I've known you for a very long time, and we've done some pretty cool things together. And the fact Bro, of the there's is no that, way there's no way to question this story. This is the, oh. this is actually did, happening. Did life. you get first class on the second flight? I oh yeah, I got my same seat. Oh well, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, now, I did get. But what they didn't do was they didn't even talk about what happened. <laughs> oh, like nothing ever happened. <laughs> nothing to see here. Literally, they didn't like, make you we, sign we anything, up, Bro, we pulled up in Philly. The people that work at the gates were like, were you on that flight that had an emergency landing because of the fire? I was the first guy off the plane. I was like, bitch, my plane was on fire. (laughs) (laughs) So how about this? After you posted your email post on Facebook, right? um, Yeah. What? Did did anybody, did 
anybody slide into your D- DMs? Cough once for yes, cough twice for no. You know what I mean? Oh, fuck off. Fuck off. My girlfriend hit me up and was like, you okay, babe? I mean, this is who I want to talk to right now. <laughs> you know what? I have a new cast in right, like, fuck right, you. Dad, dad are, you, here, are, are you okay with naming the airline? Are we okay with naming the airline? Am I okay yeah, with fuck, what? Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. They almost killed our boy. Yeah, word. Well, fuck, fuck the airline. We got a lot to talk about, and I'm sending a big-ass email. We'll be like, I've been working on this email for a week and a half. Bro, tell them you went public on Undomesticated Podcast. <laughs> and you're just going out. Oh, that's the, it's oh, on every major gonna, streaming they're platform. Definitely, they're definitely sending me home first class as long as I fucking name drop you. But did, they didn't make you sign any con- like sign anything afterwards? No, what's so crazy is they had, I, I swear to God, this is true. There was like four or five like PR people when we got off the plane that were there. But they didn't try that hard at all. I, I think you should pursue this, dog. I'm telling you right now. Um, definitely but no one was this. hurt. So what? Trauma, bro. Emotional trauma. Oh, trauma. Good one. You could. Yeah, I forgot you could sue for anything. PTSD, bro. PTSD, look at it. There was two, so, like, to put it into perspective, there was a newborn and a little girl, probably about eight on the plane. Yo, I'll I'll give you my son as a pawn if you need him, dog. Like, like, (laughs) you know, my nephew nephew out in Carmel, like, you know, I'm I'm his godfather, and, like, now... you know what I mean? All you gotta do is bring quick, quick draw McGraw and his and the other guy, and That's we'll it. be all right. That's it, bro. Me and me and Ryan could be your lawyers. Yeah, and plus nobody wants to hear me fucking go on a fucking rant for about a good forty five minutes. So these airlines may want to fucking cop you. What do you think is a? Uh, I want to say service. What do you think is a justifiable compensation? Like a realistic, co- like if they offered you this package, you'd be like, all right, I'm good with that. I would have liked if they even just fucking spoke to me, to be honest. That's why I know that's cra- that's crazy to say because you're probably like, hey, like we can make some money here, and I appreciate that. And if you guys could be my lawyers and get me something, let's do it. But what I would have really appreciated was from just anyone, anyone—the firefighters, the pilots—just fucking talk to me, bro. Our plane was just on fire. Hey, Dan, now you, you know what you can probably do. I walked off the gate and they were like, go to gate 17. I'm like, bitch, I just had a traumatic experience. Fuck you talking about. So, go yeah, to you, gate know, you know what you, you know how you could probably find out, Dan? Google. Where you, if you Google where you landed, right? Whatever airport you landed at and Google, that was in Philly, yeah. Google what fire department stations them and call up and yeah, ask on, them and be it, like, Hey, it, listen, I was on that fucking plane. I'm not trying to do nothing. I'm just trying to figure out like, and just, uh, every, every airport has their own, Fight like their own emergency yeah. service. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. So yeah. So mm, Ryan, security. you're right. And what's fun, yep. what's funny about that is I still have the flight number. I could send you guys the flight number. You won't find anything. I've been looking for it for days. So you scrubbed it. Hold on. They fucking they scrubbed everything. I'm not gonna say they scrubbed it, but I've been I've been looking for it for days. <laughs> Bro, let me tell you something. So here's what I would have done. 
See, I, I, can't, I really wish I was going down in this burning flame, a burning flame with you. Like, <laughs> here's what, here's what I would have done. One hundred percent. Almost again. Dano, Dano, we got to catch more flights together. Here's what I would have done. Catch one, flights, not feelings. One, yeah, good one. Once that fucking plane would have landed, I would have told the the stewardess or somebody to call nine one one. I need an ambulance, and I would have started flopping like a fish out of water on the floor. I would have made a scene. I would have blasted my head off the fucking tarmac, right? So now my my head split open. I, I'm calling for an ambulance. I'm probably having a heart attack. And honestly, any flight I take, I have to take one Valium and two Tito's and sevens to get wheelchaired onto a flight because of my anxiety. <laughs> so now, like, bro, I'm telling you, somebody fucking drugged me up. One of these stewards drugged me up. I don't even know what the fuck happened. I don't even drink. I don't do drugs. And fucking, uh, I, I need an ambulance. I'm having a heart attack. My head split open. No. Call 911. Ryan. You know, JG Whitworth. Let me let me be honest. Like the truth is this: for the first, let's say he said he was. He told us specifically he was going to have us on the ground in ten minutes, right? Mm-hmm. I I literally for the first uh, five plus minutes was like, I'm going to die. That's li- yeah. like immediately. Yeah. I was just like, I'm going to die. Yeah, because I didn't bro, know it's a real thing. I didn't know shit about shit. So I'm like, all right, well, the plane's on fire, so it's going to explode. That's what I expected. I was like, oh, the plane's going to explode. Great. Well, that's so best he's case telling scenario. Me, <laughs> bro. He's like, I'm going to put you on the ground in 10 minutes. I'm like, bro, you lying. I'm going to explode before that. Right, right. So then we- water landing. Water <laughs> landing. Come out. Was this a night flight, Dan? Yeah, it was a night. Yeah. Oh, it was a night. It was a night flight. Yes, so- it was. And. And you said water landing. What's funny about that is that when you're coming into the Philly or airport, there actually is water there. I don't know where the fuck it came from, but it's there. <laughs> I'm, thinking, I'm thinking New York, Philly, North Carolina, East Coast. That's land, bro. It's not like you're going to Puerto Rico or Dominican Republic. Well, what are we doing on the water? What are we doing on the water over here? How long did it take for you to get onto the next flight? Way shorter than it should have. Yeah, like Wait, they, they just rushed within, all your ass. Like within, within two hours, I was on another flight. Like nothing happened. Did you see anybody <laughs> opt out and not go on that second flight? No, everybody no. got on. Bro, that's a crazy thing. Is even when this all happened, there was there was two babies on board. There was a baby on board, and there was like an eight year old girl. And the eight-year-old girl, she definitely had a problem with it because before we got on the second plane, her mom took her to the pilot, asked to go to the pilot to, like, talk to the pilot to get back on. And the family with the baby just got right the fuck Listen, back bro, on. that like, eight-year-old girl yes. got answers, Dad. Bro, <laughs> bro this <laughs> is like some final... She got, got answers. The pilot told her what she needed to hear. She was crying, but she was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go. What? Bro, this is some final If I was with my family, shit. I'd be like, fuck you. You guys are giving me a rental car. You guys are giving me a fucking rental car, and I'm hotel. driving to my desk. Right, got something. Or you guys are paying a fucking Uber right. to my thing or my home. Bro, first of all, this is some final destination shit. I would have been, if, if I was able to speak English while I'm on a wheelchair after I just got off this flight, I would have been, I would have been like, you're not, I'm, there's no way I'm going on a flight. It's a sign. That's first off. Second off, do you know that girl, maybe about a couple months ago, she went viral on the plane when she was like, this motherfucker isn't real. Yeah. Get me off this plane. <laughs> okay. So just hear me out, dog. Hear me out. 
If you were on the plane with that girl and she was going off like that, would you would you get off the plane with her? Be like, yo, something's not right. I gotta get off. The yeah, plane. I would have got off. I would have got off. No way! I'd be like, get this bitch off the fucking no, no, plane. I, I, I seen Final Destination, bro. So I seen Final Destination. I know so, you listen to those people. So you know what? You think so? Yeah, think, bro. I just literally went through like the plane being off. I right, get this bitch <laughs> off the plane. I got somewhere to go. <laughs> so how about this? If you survive this, like a plane being on fly, fire, well, I don't know, thirty thousand feet up in the air, whatever the fuck it is, right? And you survived that. Are you scared of anything now? Like, oh, cruises, no problem. Scuba diving, no problem. Flying again, uh, uh, fucking well, skydiving, no problem. Like, what I'm not is, uh, I'm realistic, man, or at least I try to be. And that's what happened with this situation was there was a moment where I really decided, like, okay, if I'm going to die here, it is what it is. I hate to, like, I hate to say it, but it's true. The first seven minutes, I was freaking out. When he said 10 minutes to the ground, it was in the last three minutes that I was like, all right, I might die. But if I make it to the ground, like this guy says, I'm getting the fuck out of here. So was anybody sitting next to you, Dan? Were you talking to anybody? So I was. I flew first class. I had an individual seat across from me. Homie was praying his fucking heart out. So you know <laughs> who was he praying to? <laughs> Definitely not Alu Akbar. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say God. I was gonna say he, he, he wasn't screaming Alu Akbar because the plane is still intact. <laughs> no, so. he wasn't. I think he, I think he was honestly. I think he was a Christian. I think he was praying to God. But I sat first class on a small plane. On my side of the plane, there's it's it's four seats single, and then on the other side, it's two seats each. So two, four, six, two, four, six, eight seats. This guy was praying, and he had his hands folded like I was in church. I assumed he prayed to the God I used to pray to. So how about this? You know when people are like, oh, if I was ever in a plane crash, like if the plane was going down, I'm finding the hottest girl on the plane and I'm going to try and fuck her on the plane. Everybody sits the fuck down and shuts up. Would you be surprised if you saw a naked me running down the aisle? Asking for like overs. (laughs) (laughs) You you I would not be surprised, but honestly, I was. Now, (laughs) I was super surprised. Ready? At the general public's reaction. Heat of the moment, Dan, right? The pilot comes on. He goes, I'm going to have. You know, the plane's on fire. I may or may not have this plane down in 10 minutes. And the smoking hot stewardess comes up to you and she goes, I want to suck you off till this shit blows. I want you to blow the same time this bitch blows. You doing it? This is a tough question because uh, my future wife might hear this, but I'm going to tell you the truth. But in time of desperation, I I don't think she, you know, I don't think she would care at that moment. Like, babe. Yes. You know, no, I'm, while, I'm, gonna, while, I'm gonna tell you the truth. I'm gonna tell you the truth. I'd let her do it. Yeah. Because you know what? Your future wife or fiance should say, while we're at your funeral and I'm trying to bang all your friends and we're, you know, we we have you in this we have you in this little dust can urn because you fucking burnt. you burnt it to fucking crisp. I don't think your future fiance wife could be like he was such a good guy. I can't believe he sucked the, off. The sex, the sex could have been better. He, he, he was a terrible guy. Right. He took but, the blue guy. But I can't Fuck believe, that, I can't believe while he was dying, he let this smoking hot place do it suck him off. Unbelievable. Oh, no, I took, I took it. I took it. I'm sorry, how about, guys. How about, how about this? How about this? If the roles were reversed and it's your future fiance 
uh, in your position, and I guess I'll a blow, straight. I'll blow a fucking Cessna up there. Uh, all right, Dan. <laughs> kill so, both pilots, kill her, and then fucking so crash the plane. So, so hold on, Dan. This is what I want you to do, and I want, I want to, I want a call back on this one. Go up to your girl, mad, like quiet, silent, right? Like act like you're really upset, and go, hey, babe. Listen, there's something we need to talk about. She's going to go, what's the matter? Like, you know, when I was on that plane, my life flashed before my eyes. I thought I only had 10 minutes to live, and me and the lady sitting next to us for that 10 minutes were intimate. I thought I was dying. And, you know, I, I regret it, but I didn't think I was going to ever see you again and see what, what she, she says. You know how she would feel? You got to tell her, like, you know, that this really happened, and I want to know how she reacts. Well, this really did happen in real life, except for the part no, where... No, you got to tell her the sex thing. Tell her you want to come clean. <laughs> right. Tell her you thought you were going to die. And, you know, it, it, the plane turned into, like, this weird situation, and, and you got, it just you, happened. You know what? This is, like, one of those marriage tests. Like, you know, like, in yeah, a Bronx Yeah, this is a marriage test. This is how you know if she's the one. You yeah. know how, like, in a Bronx tale when, when Sonny's like, you got to do the door test. Yeah. You know what I mean? You lock the pants. <laughs> you lock your door. You let her in. See if she leans over and over and fucking un, un, uh, unlocks see, the door. Marriage you know what I mean? Force. Hey, babe. Whoa. I was this When this plane was going down, I caught a fucking blowjob from the girl next to me because we thought our lives. No, sex. Not blowjob. Sex. Right, sex, whatever. We, had, we got a little sexual intercourse. Because we thought our lives were going to end, and you know what? I just didn't want to go out in fear. And while we were having sex, there would have been lights out, and that's we it. Well, you know, so Ryan, like, Ryan and Angel, I love you guys dearly, but I can tell you this: I know exactly what this woman's answer would be. He's got How a broken nose. <laughs> She's going to talk to you eventually for this episode. <laughs> so, so yeah, so what, what happens is uh, Danny didn't get married, and Danny got divorced. Danny, <laughs> Danny, 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 Danny got married. Danny got married. She took everything. And now Danny sits on the couch over there and he's our assistant. Yeah, Danny's our executive producer and our video and audio guy now. Say hello to Danny, everybody. Don't be like Danny. Don't be Danny, like Danny. In North Carolina. I guess I'm fucking dying here. Well, I am extremely. Oh, I get. I want to say I'm extremely happy that you're alive, but I'm happy a, you're a, alive, Dan. A little part of me again is kind of like Brian. Don't seem so fucking sure. Well, Fuck him. No, I, I am extremely happy you're alive, but there there is a little part of me that kind of wish you died a just a little bit. So, like you know, like I said. I can so fucking can celebrate me. No, what the well, fuck? Celebrate you, you fucking stack up the roster. You know, fucking knock out some cobwebs. You know, you know, like what are we doing? You know, like a fucking minor team. Do we own a professional team? What the fuck bro, are you talking about? I'm just about, saying. Bro? I'm just saying. Like you know how like if, if you haven't been to Atlantic City in a couple months, a couple years, and you're like, man, I really miss playing Russian roulette or, or like Russian I'm, roulette. I mean blackjack or like roulette. Cause I call it Russian roulette because I usually get fucking blackout. You got too many friends that play with guns. You think all the homies play with guns. You know, yeah, some yeah. of us just like, almost die in plane crashes. What I'm saying is, though, what I'm saying is, though, like, you know, like, when you go to Atlantic City, right, and you're like, man, I haven't been there in a couple months, couple years. I really miss playing roulette. Like, and every now and then, you're like, man, I wish I had a little taste of that roulette again. Like, you know, and then once you do it, you're like, yeah, I needed this. I'm good for another. Like, you, you, like, you mean life, you mean life savings on black? Let it go? Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> black, let it go. I'm just saying, I, I, wish, go. I wish one of my good friends Ooh, had like red, a tragic death. So I, if you like red, go red. Go yeah, right. yeah. I wish one of my friends had a tragic death so I could fucking stack up and fucking relive the good old days. You know what I mean? Well, next time I'm in that position, I'll make sure I fucking make it happen for you. Dan, I don't want it to be you, Dan. I like you. You're a good dude. 
Yeah, like I said. Angelo, I fuck with you heavy. You like, my guy. <laughs> like I said, Dave. I, I, I wish you nothing but the best, Dan. Ryan I, is trying to benefit off your death. If, if it's going to be someone. Me to die. But so someone else that I know is going to die, I hope it's like, their I piece of shit person. with this guy once. Bro, like I said, the, like, I, I, I'm, more, I'm more happy that you're alive than dead. But, and like out of like all my, my mutual friends and like good friends from the neighborhood, like I'd be upset that it was you. More upset that it was you than somebody else, but. But again, a little bit of me was like, fuck, that was like an opportunity. And these opportunities are so rare, few and far between that beggars can't be choosing. You know so, I mean? Dan, here, I have, a, I, I have something for you, Dan, just to make you feel better. If Ryan dies before me and this podcast still I going, fully expect, you get that seat, yeah. Dan. Bro, you get that seat, Dan. I'm telling you right now. Let's go. I'm I, fucking, I will take that seat like a goddamn champion and I will run it <laughs> into the fucking ground. I'm telling so you right now. I'm telling you right now, if I die a tragic death or something like crazy uh, for some crazy reason, I don't know what it is. I fully expect you guys to take advantage of any female there and exploit my death to the fullest extent. And if you guys don't, I'm going to haunt you guys for the rest of your lives. I, I would I I expect that anyway. Yes. So I want, I, I'm telling you, have no fears, fucking... Cash out on me. Listen, Cash Ryan, out on my death. If you want to end it all right now, Ryan, you could. I'll take care of Jack. Mm. I got your son. Angelo, you heard what he said. He said, "Cash out on Cash him out. all day." Cash out, out. <laughs> Cash out on me. And just so you know, when I'm dead, Cash him I, out. Cash him out. When I'm dead, and every time one of you guys fucking yawn, just know that my ghost stick is going right in your mouth. What the fuck are you talking about? Every time we yawn, I was tied on a plane fire. <laughs> <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> Danny don't give a fuck about you right now, right? I'm saying when I die, when I die, if I die before both of you, which is a very good chance. I'll call you the mom and be like, thank you for being so inclusive when Ryan came out of the closet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. <sighs> yeah. All right, Danny. Again, bro, <laughs> thank you for this call. Uh Again, no, thank you. I, I appreciate you guys, but yo, death is no joke. Fucked <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> up, man. <laughs> all right, homie. Listen, I'll hit you up later. Um, I know. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate Dan, it. Uh, message me your shit so I can send you a hoodie. Yeah, we got we got some shit for you, dog. Thank you, big brothers. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. I right, love you too, homie. Later, Dad. Peace. <coughs> That's scary. What? That's scary. What? What? Come up. I love Danny. Uh, Danny's the best. Honestly, I, I, I would. I know Danny from the bar scene. I know Danny from the music scene, which is the pre-bar scene. So, like, we used to play shows together. So, like, I know Danny. Like, I know Danny when he didn't have a beard and look homeless. Like, you know what I mean? No, I met Danny through the bar scene through like uh, Nikki's. So, like, early twenties. Yeah, yeah. I've Danny, Danny definitely DT. seen me, yeah. seen Angelutes. Yeah, not me against Danny, I, dude. Out of that whole bar, everybody became like a family. Yeah, I don't think I ever once even had an argument with Danny. No, Danny I was, argued with everybody in, and their mother. Danny was Danny, always my I don't think I ever argued because well, I always liked and respected him. It's dude. really hard to argue with somebody who's just always some naturally happy. <laughs> Makes he, sense. Like he's so optimistic. Like he's like look how optimistic he was that he almost died in a fucking. 
plane crash. I you know, I was really hoping that he said he thought of the episode. Mm. So I could have been like, your last thoughts for us. I still know? think I still think that fucking he should go legal actions and threaten them by going public on, on the Mexican podcast. I don't think that's going to work out well for him. Well, you know what? Tomato, I, tomato. You got nothing. What, what's he got to lose? So, yeah. If you were to go out, how would you want to go out? All seriousness. Like, you know, I don't want to die of a heart attack in my bed. I mean, I would. Yeah, that's yeah. probably the best safe scenario. I don't want painful. Just you. I don't want to. You die, wake up dead. Right. Well, you don't. I don't want to die. You don't from wake like, up. Yeah, but yeah. You know what I'm saying? You just go to sleep. You die. I don't want to. No, because I hate shit like that because you have a lot of unanswered questions. Like, what the fuck happened? What do you mean he died? In his they sleep? usually find out. Right. Yeah. But like, what do you mean that he was? I saw die him of old he was age. healthy. Okay. Die of old age. No, no, no. Because I'm never going to make it to old age. And honestly, like, I think it's really sad. Like, think I unfortunately had to go through my grandfather at an old age, like the suffering and how like. I understand it was my mother's father and my mother was trying to do everything to keep him alive. Mm-hmm. You know, like the, uh, everything you could think of, like medical procedures. And it's almost like it's quality of life. To, yeah. But it's easy for us to say, what are you doing? Just fucking, you know, sign this DNR. Yeah, yeah. But when it's your parent or your loved one, you know, it's when it's your time. I think I think at that old age, when you can't take when you have to be taken care of. Can't like, wipe your own ass. Yeah. I think that's like I, I think Throw me to the wolves bro Throw me to the wolves So I would like to go out In like Something crazy Here's how I really would like to go out And I thought about this too <laughs> I've thought about this long and hard So you know how there's been like A lot of active shooters right Yeah I want to be a hero Like Go out like I want to like I don't know if I'm going to be Picking my son up from school Or dropping him off Or we're In a shopping center And this chaos Like you die Someone's here? fucking So say you are a good guy No 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 Cause again I want my son to fucking Cash out I want him to Get some fucking Emo fucking Death poon It's going to be good for him He needs this I, I, I Keep going I'm So just... Active shooter Or some type of fucking Like hostage threat of some sort, like standoff. And you think you're going to be like the John Wick, the Liam Neeson? Well, not John Tekken. Wick or Liam Neeson, because that takes a lot of traveling and serious skills. I just want to be like the guy who, thank God he was here, he stopped his tragedy. But why would you want to go out? Why would I want to go out? Why wouldn't you want to live? Because if I'm alive, I'll tell you exactly why. Again, I thought about this. Because if I'm alive, and like I live this out, and like I make the news and articles and blah, 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 with the good comes the bad, dog. And you don't think out there, the internet never forgets. All of a sudden, dick pics will be popping up. Fucking dirty <laughs> secrets will be popping up. Our okay. photos of me not even know. Like, I, I could be like drunk, passed out in the park, fucking with vomit all over myself. Like, you know oh, I mean? the shit that Pete girls the will shit be like, get this us guy's canceled a scumbag. already out in the open. Right. This girl will be like, this guy's a scumbag. He once told me that he fucking had cancer and I fucked him out of, you know, like I could just imagine the things I used to say and do. Or, or, and you know, know what you say? This guy's you know used to come to my dorms. and You know what you say? When all this him. comes out, go, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Gotcha, bitch. Yeah. I was young, dumb, and full of cum, and you fell for it, bitch. Yeah, that, that doesn't work anymore. Now, you, you turn from hero to zero real fucking quick. Who gives a and shit? And then, it's not just you that becomes a zero. Then they start targeting your whole fucking family. Like, like they had something to do with it. See, mate, I... Go out, go out like a fucking rock star. I want to go out like the bl- the blaze of glory, same way. Like you can't take my finish. Well, no, I'm, you you want to go through like an actor shoot. I don't want to get. Shot. It be an I don't want to shooter. I want to. I want to like run into a fire building or and like, like run out with like kids, and then I go back I to the it. dog. I get it. it. Doesn't have to be an actor shooter though. It could be like I don't know some 
guy beating the fuck up out of like some kid or woman on the street. Like something crazy where, you know what I mean? Like bad shit going down. And you know how you're going to die? Threat. You know how you're going to die? You're going to be crossing the fucking street with your stupid fucking headphones in, sending a stupid meme, and you're going to fall in a manhole. And you're going to die. Mm. You're going to break your fucking neck. And no one's going to fucking remember you. You're going to die in a manhole in a sewer cap in a pile of shit like you are. Just like they expected me, dying in some manhole. And dying in some shitty shit. manhole. So joke's on you. There's no shit in manholes. That's a myth. No? No. So there's electrical manholes, and then there's sewer manholes. You know what I mean? Well, I hope you fall in a sewer manhole. Yeah, it's, it's, that's a really, those aren't, they're not that big. It's a really, it's really hard to fall into a sewer manhole. Well, how about this? I hope you're walking across one. You know when they explode and the sewer cap goes flying in the air? I hope you get hit right in the chin. I know somebody. That and then you happen. fall in. I know somebody that happened. Dude. So you got a broken jaw, no your jaw's joke. hanging off, and then broken you throw jaw. shit in your mouth. Broken you jaw. Your fucking you face. get decapitated. You think if you stood on one and it shot up, you'd fly up with it? Fly up? You're losing your legs. Why? You're going up in the air. You don't think like the pressure? You're, you're going up in the air. A couple, you're but going you up think in the like air. you're riding it? Like, whoa. No. Or you think it's like going through no, you? It's like stepping on a bomb. Like, you know how, like, in the movies, like, when you step on, like, an IED and, like, you know, their legs fucking blow off and like, yeah. they do, like, cartwheels in the air? That's yeah. what you're doing. That's real life. Why, do those do, why does that happen? Pressure buildup, lack of ventilation. So if. And, it, like, they don't know when that's going to happen? So, in an electrical manhole, right? Because, again, there's many, various types of manholes. There's fucking... A person hole. That's, that's the thing now. No, don't say that. Person hole. I refuse. Fire me. I have enough. A person hole. And I'm not doing it. Manhole. Can't we just call it a ground hole? Mm, no. Because there's holes in the ground that... What the fuck is a hole in the ground? Anyway, so here's how it happens. So, either you can have an active burnout... In a manhole, or it could be a service box as well. Service boxes are the ones that go up to your hip, like not like where you could stand. It's like up to your hip, like mm-hmm. the small boxes. Manholes, obviously, you need a twelve foot ladder. They're usually about fifteen feet deep. Depends. Do you have manholes where it goes down, like down and wide? We call them tombs, actually. Tombs. Yeah, because one way in, one way out, dog. And right. anyway, um, primary. Uh, it could be secondary mains or primary that you know there's a fault and Current electric is still going through. You just don't hit an off switch. You know what I mean? So it's still burning, still burning. Lack of it. All the ducts are sealed except the primary ducts. And, you know, when you're burning, think of like a like a boiling pot, right? Yeah, yeah. So now you're building up CO. You're building up fucking pressure. You're building up. And now there has all this smoke and CO. And, like, when you have fires and stuff, you need ventilation, right? Yeah. And if you don't, now you have combustion. The manholes aren't ventilated uh, well enough. There's for a plethora of reasons why. Um, and then it just gets to a point where when that burn and that all that pressure builds up and when that burn, usually from primary cable, takes off or actually like explodes, it's like it's a bomb. So that bomb sets off inside the hole. So if someone was in there, they're evaporated. Not evaporated. You'll be dead before that bomb goes off because... With the fire and the burning and the stuff, it sucks the oxygen out of the room. So you literally fucking suffocate. Uh, we actually have uh, in our job 12, 15 years ago. I don't want to say his name, but he's well, very well known in the news uh, in our company. Um, there was a, f- uh, he was in a manhole, a manhole fire, right? Uh, primary took off. And the way it is, so like you could be like crouched down on a fetal position on the floor and looking up and you'll see fucking boom, 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 and fire going off. The ladder wasn't down in the hole. Like he couldn't get out because when you get in, you take the ladder out so, so you can work around and maneuver. Um, 
Well, that sounds like a hazard in itself. That you no, take you the ladder need, out. Trust me, you need it because when you're working in it, it becomes a hazard because now you have a fucking aluminum ladder in the way, and you're working on live electric. Uh, so, um, he was in the fetal position, and now this fire like billowing out of now it's like it's now it's like a chimney. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Um, he's looking up, watching this fire as literally the oxygen gets sucked out of the room, and his lungs got burnt. And he lost the oxygen before, like, he had bur- He had no burns on his body. Zero burns on his body at all. He didn't get burnt, didn't get fucking blown up where the primary was and where the fire was. He burnt was, his lungs. It singed his lungs on the inside because there's no oxygen. He's still alive? The, no, he's dead. Oh. The heat, from the heat and the lack of oxygen, you know, now you have to breathe in. You're breathing in that smoldering hot fucking air, and it sucked the oxygen out of the fucking hole. That's a fucking horrible way to go out. Terrible. That's like drowning. You're drowning from inside burning out. Your well, inside. burning. Well, it's not drowning, but you know what I mean. It's like, it's literally getting choked out without somebody having their hands around your neck. Fuck. I'd, I'd rather drown. When you drown, don't like your insides burst? I don't know. I don't I think. think yeah, so. I think like. They, Maybe after, not like as you're drowning. I thought like shit like blows up while you're drowning. Maybe, well, you, you, you bloat up. You become like a buoy eventually. After you like you're at the bottom. That's nasty. You ever see like those yeah. bathtubs, the people who die oh, in bathtubs? Oh, God. And their body just absorbs everything? I know a girl who is a mortician, and she had to do, like, usually, like, the suicide in the tub calls. Nobody wants to do that, right? Yeah, because that's disgusting. Given the, the situation, that, you know, you know, bloaty fucking balloon of a person, <laughs> you know, like, just think about when you take them out and fucking the pop or the smell. Whoa. Whoa. I would never be able to be a mortician. What is it, lobotomy? Those people? What? Lobotomy? What are those people that cut people open? That's a mortician? Yeah. But what's the... There's another term other than mortician. When they embalm people? Embalm people, yeah. What lobotomy? The, what's a lobotomy? Lobotomy is when you take a fucking spike and you shove it up your nose, like, through your fucking brain. Okay, sorry, dude. That's why I fucking ex. I told you I'm retarded. <laughs> those people that him like... Like, cut everybody up. Why? I, I think I'd be able to do it. I think I'd be able to do it, but Mortician? I don't think I. Yeah, I don't think I'd be able to do it with like kids and like well, I don't want like shit like that. That's the nature of the business, dog. I know. And you know what sucks? Like if there's a guy shot fucking in the head or whatever. You know I, I could probably see it and not care. You know what sucks? You know how like every job, like the fucking the apprentices or the rookies, to get like the fucking the shit jobs or yeah. like the job that nobody wants to do. You think a fucking twenty year, fifteen year, ten year vet, a mortician. Uh, uh, a kid got uh, died from a person stabbed, like a domestic stab in the kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who wants to do that? Nobody wants to do that. Period. And especially like when you got to do an autopsy because because you got to figure out how this kid died. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I wouldn't be able to do that. That's um. Some people can't, but I know the morticians. Because I asked them, like, how do you do this? How do you do this? I would love to get a mortician on. By the way, that'd be a great caller. I think I know one. I well, think well, I know well, one who would come in. We'll, t- we'll talk about that off air because, yeah, I want. So I said, how the fuck do you do this? You know, he goes, in a lot you of go ways. You're going numb, right? Not even that. A lot of ways, you're giving the hurting family closure in a sense. So, like, if you do an autopsy and find cause of death, if you do an, if you, or, like, if your kid was murdered or killed in, in uh, whatever type of fashion, you could present this kid Presentable for closure as a goodbye. I can't, dude. No one ever looks the same. 
nobody looks the same, but at least you're making them presentable in a sense, you know? Like some like you being taken care of, like the body. There's just some jobs, dude, I don't think I, I wouldn't be fit to do. That would hit that would hurt. And like you don't like the special victims units and shit like that. I would never be able to do those. It's a tough I would job. never be able I So again, you got a glass half full it. I would shoot these motherfuckers on sight, dude. You know what on I couldn't sight. do? I could never be a fucking state defense attorney. And defend the dirtbags? Like you know you know like these defense attorneys. When it's like, oh, this guy uh, is a serial rapist. He rapes women and children and kills them. And, and you got to defend this motherfucker. I, I'd call it sick. I, no, I, <laughs> I wouldn't even know what to do. I'd, I'd be like, uh, I'm going to make him lose on purpose. I'd be like, I'm racist. I can't do this. No, I'm going to make him lose on purpose. Well, th- th- basically, I mean, you're not That'd getting be a high shitty class, job. You're not getting high class fucking state defense. Bonus. Well, if I'm doing those jobs, I'm probably not anyway, right? I remember there was a, when I was still working in Brooklyn for my job when I was in the field. There was this girl, and we were working the day before her attack, the day of, and after. So we saw, like, from pre, the day it happened, like, like everything dropping down, and the next day, like, the investigation and the news. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to say her name. Uh, well, she's, de- no, nah, I don't want to say her name because she's dead. Uh, she was very good-looking girl, our age. Um, she was running in Brooklyn, right, and... Where the trail was, inside the trail, it's like a wooded, like, weedy trail, but it's like a running trail, like, you know, like, everybody does, it's not the only, like, she's the only person. Every day, she would run with her father. That, that ain't Brooklyn, buddy. You got it wrong. Pal, I was there. I know exactly. Long Island. That must be a different case. You're talking about the guy. case, then. Yeah, right. you talk about the guy with the burlap sacks, that guy? No. The, the, that's no. how they found him with the burlap sacks. No. No. Anyway, I'm telling you, it's in Brooklyn, so I guess it's a common thing. Anyway, um, she ran through the trail. Her father runs with her every day. Same story. Same exact story. Okay. Get the fuck out of here. So the day of when she went missing, got raped, killed, we were out there watching this father calling her name. I don't want to say name, but I'm like, what the fuck is this guy? Fucking weirdo. The next day. It all came out. It was was fucking roped off. You know, the police line, you know, the news media outlets, blah, blah, blah. Turns out. A person who has mental disabilities. Same exact story. It's crazy. Really? Sure, I was in Brooklyn, not Long Island. I was working in Brooklyn. I literally, I only worked in, I never worked in Long Island in my life. A lot of people that we know know her personally? I don't think so. Oh, all right. The person I'm talking about, a lot of people we know know her. Go ahead, different story. Different story. Anyway, so this person has like mental disabilities, but fully, like fully functioning, Mm -hmm. whatever. Um... I'm not going to give the race because that's the same story. And he was, he literally was like stalking her on that trail. Never met her before. When the, I guess like the security cameras, I guess when they try to line it up, they found him at his home or whatever under his fingernails. He had like the DNA and blah, blah, blah. And I think his bite marks were on her. Like they did like a tooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course his people and his like family and like this is this is uh you're going after a disabled person and what is race and and this is targeting blah 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 blah. It could have been the fault. Fa- like they try to turn it on the father. Like it's it was fucking nuts. And I'm pretty sure this is the Simjack story. It's a different it. borough. That's fucking wild. I don't know. Oh, 
That's the name, but I don't want to say that on there because I don't yeah, know yeah. With dead people. I don't know how that works. Yeah, yeah. But long story short is that imagine being the defense attorney that has that to kid, help that man for that Never, kid dude. that you know Never. you're looking at the reports. Oh, her DNA was under his fingernails. Bite, the bite mark. marks on her, her neck and collar match his teeth imprint. His they're semen, racist. <laughs> his <laughs> semen somehow wound up. He was jerking off in the bush, dude, and yeah, she ran through the bush. She slipped and fell right on his jizz. There was a case of that shit. Stop it. No, a guy Stop was it. smoking. Not not that per se. A guy was smoking, and he threw a cigarette, like his lit cigarette, right in a bush, and there was a body there. You got There was a body there. Common, dude. There was a body there, and it burnt the body, and the DNA from like his lips and shit on the fucking cigarette. Like they tried framing him, and he's like, "Whoa, I don't know who the fuck this person is." I mean, dude. like you know, and they're like, "Oh, well, we found your cigarette." He goes. So he, his thought was a crackhead or something must have picked up my cigarette and like did this, That's and they were pushing like, him. They were pushing him, dude. And then it all came out that like he legit probably just flicked his fucking cigarette and it landed like where the I mean, case was. Did he have an alibi from like the time when this? I don't know. Oh, but they probably don't know when the body was because yeah. Dude, that's that. Well, shit like that is scary. I know. You think about that. I didn't. You know, like it's and it's amazing how far along we've come in regards to like DNA and testing and like evidence finding you, you got to realize like in the eighties, seventies, eighties, and even early nineties, it was kind of like real detective work. Like with their notepad and like, like blues, clues <laughs> type of shit. Glass. Yeah, <laughs> like talk outlines and you know, nobody come on the scene type of shit. Do you think it's as serious? Like where they find the littlest pinch of hair on someone's hoodie. Do you think it's like that thorough? Like in the movies. Dude, I think it's even more thorough than that. Yeah. Like when they think about like the saliva DNA and like the, just the DNA. So like, for example, let's just say it's a person who died by force of like rape or like by strangulation. That person who's, you know, scratching this person, trying to grab on, like, you know, do whatever the case. Skin cells. Not even like, oh, I ripped a chunk of hair out and I have a ball of hair in my hand or, you know, like. So if I do this. I have skin cells under my fingernails. And we're like, what are you talking about? You know, skin cells. That's how they like they could see what your DNA is. Now, obviously, they need to have a match in a database. Yeah, yeah. They can't just be like, oh, fucking and Angel Luch, the manscaping maniac. Yeah, we have know? his DNA. They don't like. I'd right. have to be in the system. You know, there was a big. Oh. So what happens? Hold on. What like a normal dude never committed a crime, never did anything. Just one day snaps. He's not in the system. No fingerprints. Something he goes. I'm just gonna strangle this motherfucker. You know the problem with that is now. There's fucking cameras everywhere. Your phones, of GPS, the little GPS trackers. Your phones, your cars, uh, your, your 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 credit cards, debit cards. Yeah, they're all fucking GPS trackers. Sorry, man. Say you leave all your shit home. Watches. Say you leave all your shit home, right? Okay. Phone, wallet, everything. You go grab like your little rifle, troop it into the woods on the side of the highway, and you just wait for one in the middle of the night. How'd you, you get wait. through? How'd you get to the woods? You walk. Okay. You know, you, you have this plan. You so, walk there. So here's what's going to happen. You get rid of your boots. You get rid of it. And there's just one random car driving by, and you go, this one. Bang. And then you just walk back. So get rid of your boots. Get rid of everything. How did they ever find you? Here's what they're going to do. They're going to see uh, some type of uh, somebody's ring doorbell video, some type of camera video of a suspect walking out of the woods with a rifle, right? And like, well, that's our killer, but who the fuck? Then let's just say for some reason they could... Figure out, I don't, we, we, you're in question, right? Uh-huh. I'm not saying you're guilty, but you're in question. Then they're like, why was your phone home? Why was this home? Why was your car home? Where, where, I was home. But then they could probably go into phone usage. Your phone wasn't used for a couple hours. Your, Sleeping, I fell asleep, dude. 
I mean, how are you going to prove I wasn't sleeping? I, you know, that's a good. That's a good point. To get away with it. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, like years ago, like years ago, when Howard Stern was on the radio, someone a I see, yeah called in. Yeah, he's a soy boy though. Fuck that guy. Yeah, got caught. No, um, Howard Stern. Oh yeah, fuck Howard Stern. He's a poser. But uh, I would love to get a mortician on. I would love to get. Uh, I think death is so fascinating. What about a doctor? You know any doctors? Do we have any friends that are doctors? I know, I know my best friend's a chiropractor. Is that considered a doctor? No, dude. We ran over He's a this. doctor, but you know what? He has in front of his name, it's doctor. Paging doctor. Yeah, <laughs> it's a doctor. He, he a doctor, though. I I think I know a mortician. My ex, one of my ex-girlfriends is legitimately a brain surgeon in Boston now. Really? Legitimately a brain surgeon. Absolute psychopath from Morris Park. Psychopath, you probably you definitely have to know it. Like one day she, one night she came into Jimmy Ryan's looking for me, and I was behind the bar working, and she came behind the bar with no problem, and started fist fighting me, and like punching me in the face behind the bar, like on a Friday night. Psychopath, but now she's a brain surgeon, and she removes cancers from people's brains. People change, bro. See, you didn't think people change, and people people watched us have sex in in, in Seaside on the boardwalk. Psychopath, she was nuts. Best time of my life. People? Scariest time of my life. Best time of my life. You're not supposed to say that. She was great You're time. married. Well, this is fucking literally you over, legit over a said decade ago. The best time of my life. Yeah, scariest time of my life. You said the best time of my life. Not well, having, was one of the best times of my life. Right now should be the best time of your life. Obs, obs. But I'm saying like doing the doing the sex on like a boardwalk, like like that fucking public fucking. You ever do any like voyeurism, like any type of public sexual action? Yeah. People see and you're like, I don't give a fuck. Not what people are saying. No, like balcony fucking, and you see people could see and nah, you're like, yeah. The park, Palm Bay Park, yeah, Memorial well, Park. That's, 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 a, that's a rite of passage. All right. It's still public. It's still out in the open. Yeah, but was anybody around though? So does Maybe. it really count? Maybe. Oh, that doesn't count then. I'm talking about like being on a balcony on like a hotel resort. No. And people nope. like, yeah. No. Just I don't want that. Lame. You're lame. I'm lame? Lame. No, lame. I respect the woman, bro. Lame. What does that have to do with anything about respect? Because you're having sex? Yeah. That makes no sense. Ryan. Eng. Why are you again? <laughs> All right, I'm tired, dude. I, I'm tired. Daddy Daddy works now, bro. That's right. You're my, you're my working daddy. I work now, bro. Well, I know, I know for a fact that for my birthdays and Christmas, Santa... Just dropping something more for the podcast. Kind of like, it helps us out, but mainly for me because I'm crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, we're done here, right? Yeah, we're done. Why don't you uh, take us home? All Again, right. thank you, Dano. Yeah, thank you, Danny. Uh, before I go, uh, next week we're going to do a Christmas special. Um, we have two guests coming on, right? Yeah, two guests coming on. Our number one episode and our number one shared episode are going to come on together. What, our number one guest guested episode. I yeah, think. so our number yeah. one guested episode. And our number one shared guest episode. Does and, that make sense? Yeah, and on that episode, we're going to give you a little future of what next year's plans for Undomesticated is, which I think everybody's going to like. It's going to be a fan favorite. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be fucking awesome. And also, coming up in the future, we have new merch dropping soon. It's in the works. Yes. And and if you haven't already, uh, we are... We have a Patreon now, right? That's yeah, the thing. I still haven't really like promoted it. It's on our page, right? Because that's still kind of like building, like all like our diehards. Yeah, that, like they they're on it, but like 
that Patreon is going to correlate and link up with next year's plans. Which is merches, merch and all. Merches. Merches. Plans. Merches. Plans, uh, merch, uh, special fucking content, all types of other personal shit, like one-on-one shit, all types of like crazy requests and stuff like that. But we're going to get into that, but that's just like a little bit of like a foresight. Jen, know what I mean? And uh, again, thank you, Danny, for coming on. You're my dog, homie, but like I said, I kind of want you fucking dog, home, Bert. No, Dan. Uh, Dan, if you didn't send it, I know you're listening. Send me your fucking address. With that being said, you don't got to stand tall, but you got to stand the fuck up. Yeah. Woo. Oh.